King, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the Brother Miles as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people. You can jail the bodies of black people. But you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite. Thus, Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather. But when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book, they say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles will be free at last. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, the place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. Last week and the week before in Season 2, Episode 6 of this podcast, in Season 2, Episode 7 of this podcast, we talked about ways in which African art is portrayed in museums, as well as an African exhibit in the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City that I visited recently. So definitely check those out. Season 2, Episode 6, and Season 2, Episode 7 of this podcast. And if you're new to this weekly podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. This week, I'm going to be dealing with a very recent attempt to rename slavery as involuntary relocation in second grade Texas schools. There has been a concerted effort over the years to omit a discussion of black history from the classroom. There's a fight over these ideas. This is nothing new. There was a point in history where no black history and no African history was taught in schools. Why? Because the victors in history are the conquerors, and the conquerors are those who wrote most of your and my record out of the history books. So Dr. John Henry Clark explained that when he went to his teacher and asked for a book detailing the history of black people, as Dr. Clark explained, his teacher said, Sorry, John, your people have no history. So can you imagine being told that in elementary school? What impact would that have upon children? And where are we today with this? We have never remedied the history of Africa in classrooms of America. It doesn't exist as it should. We don't have the great accomplishments of Africans there, even to this day. 
If we were teaching the history of African people in the classrooms, I wouldn't have to host this podcast. But they are not teaching the history of Africa in classrooms. They have failed you in so many ways. They have dumbed down your history and brainwashed you into believing that you have done nothing. And as Malcolm X said, when it comes to teaching the black people of the West something about great black men who have been scientists, who have been civilizers, who have been fathers of culture and civilization, that role has been shrewdly written out of the textbooks. And the result that it has upon you and me is that we don't think we can stand on our own two feet. As long as you can be convinced that you never did anything, then you can never do anything. So this is what has been done for a very long time. Up until four years ago, Texas was teaching that the Civil War was fought over states' rights and not over slavery. Now, if you think this is only a Texas thing, it isn't. As there has been a recent move throughout the South to attack the teaching of black history. And this is nothing new. There was a serious effort in the late 1980s and early 1990s to introduce certain historical facts that were being taught by African studies professors, and that was stopped down. When I was a child, the school system in New York didn't teach anything about Africa until the beginning of high school, ninth grade. Ninth grade was at the end of middle school in some schools. Still, it largely focused upon African conflicts and oppression such as apartheid in South Africa. There was only momentary mention of West African empires of Ghana, Mali, and Songhai, and no mention of their really great accomplishments such as surgery on the eye to remove cataracts, the University of Sankara at Timbuktu with its 700,000 books. To add to it, the history of Egypt was removed from Africa and the history of black people was removed from Egypt. Therefore, we are really moving backwards when we even have to deal with something like slavery being renamed in Texas or the reason that the Civil War was fought was that of slavery instead of states' rights. We're not even getting into the curriculum of great accomplishments of African people. And I'll be honest with you, I wonder how the people who want to ban the word slavery from second grade classrooms in Texas would treat the true history of the great accomplishments of Africans if they knew them and if they knew that those accomplishments were being taught in schools. How would they view that history of Africa? Would they try to ban that from schools? Would they try to ban your and my great accomplishments from the school system? How would they try to ban it? I mean, can you imagine if someone heard that there was a wall in Africa that contained more material than all of the buildings in New York City's Manhattan? Oh, you can't teach that, they might say. You can't teach that Africans built a wall with the equivalent of 3,000 Empire State Buildings worth of material. This might make some people feel bad who live in New York. Where did you get that information? Oh, Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book, The Great Wall of Africa? Well, we need to ban that book from classrooms. And this is why they are changing black history. They don't want people to feel bad about what happened in the past or what their ancestors three or four or five generations ago may have done. So should we change the history of World War II and not mention it at all because descendants of people from the countries that had joined among the Axis powers might feel bad about what you're teaching in classrooms? How about World War I? Should we change the history there too so that people don't feel bad? If people feel bad, 
because they are from New York City, and I've said in my book, The Great Wall of Africa, that it contained more material than all of the buildings in New York City's Manhattan, we are stating a fact that has been verified by anthropologists, and we're not going to stop talking about this or any other material, including the history of slavery. If you stop talking about what happened in history, then you will end up in the same place as Dr. Clark when his teacher told him, I'm sorry, John, but your people have no history. Not only that, but there are real world economic implications of slavery and racism. Some people put that number at tens of trillions of dollars that have been removed from the African continent and the African diaspora. Tens of trillions of dollars. Not millions or billions, but tens of trillions of dollars. As always, we conclude the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself, Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles. This poem is called You Were Not, and this poem was written in response to the attempt in Texas schools to rename slavery with the term involuntary relocation. You were not. History in the black community has been hidden for too much time and now they want to hide it further from thine eyes so that the word slavery can be changed to involuntary relocation to manipulate our brains that it wasn't really that bad. You were just relocated involuntarily this didn't make you depressed and you weren't whipped and beaten and shackled in chains you weren't kept in dungeonous prisons off the coast of africa where you died from heat exhaustion and weren't driven insane you weren't placed on a slave ship with no place upwardly to sit used the bathroom, and rebellious black people who ran away, limbs weren't maimed. And when food ran out, you weren't thrown overboard and drowned for the insurance claim. Your wives and daughters weren't raped by presidents like Thomas Jefferson, who had children by his child slave Sally Hemings. No, 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 these American leaders were superheroes with superhero capes. In a land where all men are created equal. Oops, except you. And what did your people do in Africa before slavery? Nothing. You were just living with the apes. It is language like this that has twisted our minds. And in Texas today, it's a sign of the times. Not just the times today, but the times since the inception of chattel slavery's way. But we speak truth to power clad in our armor of the African ancestral saints. Africans built civilizations of great 
with giant pyramids given African linguistical names. Africans built universities and homes and walls 10,000 miles long. Shall you try to ban this from classrooms one day so that the food on the historical plate that we consume contains nothing but hate? We will teach the truth to our youth despite your red tape. Thank you for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. If you like listening to this podcast, you can now support it by becoming a direct supporter of the weekly podcast. You can donate at the $4.99 level, and if you don't have as much money, you can support it for as little as $1 per month. Please click the link at the end of the description on my podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on. The link will take you to my Anchor.fm podcast page, which is powered by Spotify. If you scroll down on my Anchor.fm page, you will see a button which says support. Anyone who supports at the $9.99 level monthly, I will send you an autographed copy of my book, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain, if you email me. If you support me at the $9.99 level, you will need to email me the address that you want the book sent to at Martinez at gmail.com and I will send you an autographed copy of my book. Again, that email is Martinez at gmail.com M-A-U-R-I-C-E-M-I-L-E-S-M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z at gmail.com, all one word. And I will send you an autographed copy of the book if you support me again at the $9.99 level. You can also pick a copy of my books up on Amazon, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark vs. Herman Cain, The Great Wall of Africa, The Empire of Benin's 10,000-mile-long wall, and The Real Vibranium of Africa, which is also under the name The Wakandas, Real Vibranium of Africa, by myself, Maurice Miles Martinez. I have some new books coming out soon, and I will keep you updated. Thank you again for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, and I will speak with you next week.